Was there is there an unclean version of this, Josh, that I wasn't aware of? I don't know. I just I just assume there is for every song. No, I don't blame you. Do you know what is funny? I think this is the the closing. No, it's not. It's in Napoleon Dynamite. It's not the closing credits. The closing credits when he's playing tetherball. Still, a moment you want to feel old. Like this movie came out when I was an adult. Talking about Napoleon Dynamite, a young adult. And I'll never forget, we were riding on the bus to Wichita. It's the only moment where I've ever vehemently disagreed with Chase Brown. We watched Napoleon Dynamite. I laughed, I cackled, some of the girls laughed. Obviously, it's a cool, it's a fun movie. Chase Brown, on the bus to Wichita, when it was over, turned to me and said, that's the dumbest thing I've ever watched in my life. (laughs) That sucked. I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? It's awesome. It's Napoleon Dynamite. He's like, it's terrible. I oh didn't my. like it all that much when I saw it in theater oh. the first time. But it's, uh, it's certainly oh. a cultural classic now at this point. As, you know, take from that what you will, that Napoleon Dynamite <laughs> is a cult classic it has withstood the test of time, but it has, right? I mean, come on. Like, you know what people are talking about when they say Napoleon sure. Dynamite. Absolutely, you know what they're talking about. But, yeah. And Chase. if you don't, you need to get educated. I will say this much. Um, I'm not doing movie talk here. I mean, we all know that at the very least, we're not hacky and asking for your favorite sports movie in the middle of June. We're talking about uh late 80s through the 90s early 2000s comedies trash comedies that we're watching on the weekends but if you haven't seen napoleon dynamite do yourself a favor and check it out all right we're waiting on coach Castro. for those who have who saw the tweet and tuned in for a coach the call has been made she is obviously busy with camp they've been obviously hitting the portal now i will make this clear we can't talk about the portal with coach like we can't talk about the uh, Michigan pitcher who has allegedly signed with the Sooners or at least committed to. Until because, she's enrolled, right? Right, exactly. And I I mean, according to one of my sources, we're actually really close to that. So maybe Alex Storaco can be a conversation sooner rather than later. But for now, for now, uh, we cannot. Oh, coach is ready. So you can give her a holler if you want, Josh. I can do that. Yay, let's go. But, again, we can't talk about Alex Duraco. And I've heard my rumblings are that there's another potential portal addition that's visiting this weekend. And I feel like the key is kind of that Brent Venables mindset. Get, get in here. You know, you come. You be a part of this. You get inside our program. You get in our facility. You see what our people are about, and I think there's a chance that you're not going to want to leave, and this is where you're going to want to play. And I feel like that's what's been happening for Oklahoma. Speaking of the Sooners, joining us right now, Patty Gasso. Coach, congratulations. How has post-national championship number six life been for you? Because it looks like you're even busier than you were during the season. (laughs) Uh, it's been wonderful. It's been very busy. It's been a little exhausting, um, but it's been great. Congrats. I haven't really had a chance just to tell you how awesome everything was, the way this team persevered. I don't know how many teams could have overcome the loss of their ace 
right before the postseason starts and still make the run that they did. And then, oh, my gosh, that ace ended up starting the second game of the championship series. It's a credit not just to the staff, but obviously to some individuals like Hope Troutwine and Nicole May that had decided, listen, we're just going to go out there and ball out during the postseason, and they did. Yeah, I think it was just them being pretty fearless, uh, knowing what was at stake. They worked really hard on the mental side to uh, have just a neutral approach, not get too high or low. There were times when both of them were thinking too much, and you could see that at times, and it usually turned into walks. And we cut that down significantly, and I think that was really important. The defense, I think our defense was shining in postseason more than ever. I think that was big for our pitchers. And this the ability for us to score runs early and make them feel comfortable on the mound, but they handled it like pros, and we needed that because I had no idea what this was going to feel like going in, and um, they were just tremendous. How, do you have a rule? How long do you allow yourself to celebrate? I mean, again, like we said, camps are going on, but you give yourself more than just like a couple of weeks with something like this, right? <laughs> you, uh, I gotta tell you, it's not what you think it is. Um, <laughs> oh, no. I know, <laughs> I know that there's going to be a celebration this fall, mm-hmm. um, but once everything ends, everybody seems to scatter really quickly. Because we literally, ourselves and Texas, are the two teams that kind of play a week longer than everyone else. So in that time, there's pro teams that are starting to play. So I had all of our super seniors are pretty much out, gone quickly, off Mm -hmm. to Florida to go play. And... um, some of our freshmen and underclassmen went to Florida to play in their league as well. So everybody scatters, and you just don't. I, we really didn't have a celebration besides there was a little after party at the hotel that they all had a really great time. And then, like the next day, you wake up and you're relieved that the stress is over, but everything comes to a screeching halt and it's done and it's over. And then you get a lot of people um, wanting to talk on their radio shows. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'll do it for you. Um, There's just a lot of requests, a lot of people that want to talk or zoom or do things like that. And so it does get a little overwhelming. Um, Still haven't, had a chance. We went right into camp. So it's like, I know this might sound kind of sad, but it like it happens. It's awesome. And then it's over. And then you start thinking about recruiting and you're looking into the portal and you're, you know, you're just getting ready for the start of the next journey. And it just is kind of a hamster wheel. Just keeps going and going and going and going. Well, I mean, that's – I won't lie to you. That kind of makes me a little sad. I want to come over and bring a cake and let's just party a little bit or something. But in the other side of it, that, that's what the championship mindset is really all about, right? You win, you celebrate, but then it's back to work. 
there's a lot of players in that freshman class that now see what it's like, Coach, and maybe didn't play a major role that are going to be counted on to step up. And that challenge starts right away for them. There, there might be a player like, oh, no, an Alyssa Brito who might have to get back to playing another position. I mean, there is – there's time, but that time goes away quickly, and you got to be ready. Yeah, I, I 100%. You're you hit it on the head. These, these freshmen that didn't get to play a lot this season, they took off to Florida, <laughs> and they're playing in a league, and they're playing pretty much every day. Riley Boone did it last year, and it really paid off for her, and it showed this season that's what they're doing right now because they want in. They want in on this lineup. And as many as we've lost, uh, it's still going to be really hard to break into this lineup. And um, so they're fighting. They're fighting already through the summer to get that opportunity. So, yeah, it just doesn't, it doesn't stop. And I wish, you know, that – I guess I don't wish that the celebration lasted for a month. <laughs> I, I just personally needed just quiet. I needed to just <laughs> lay down <laughs> and rest and try to recuperate. And then we went right into camp, and now staff's going out recruiting in this weekend, and it's just, it's just go, 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 go. That's, that's the nature of this job. If you want to be successful, sometimes I feel like if I stop or, you know, you take a two-week vacation, somebody's one-upping you. And it's a very uncomfortable feeling, especially when you're living in a place that's, you know, doing very well and at the top. You just you don't want to turn your head because somebody's sneaking up on you. And that's the nature of our competitive spirit. It just doesn't allow you to breathe. It doesn't allow you to rest, and it's kind of a weird sickness. But that's what we're made of. We're just made for competition and challenges, and that's um, kind of how the life goes. Patty Gasso is our guest. All right, a couple more, and I'll let you get out of here, Coach. First of all, now, I know we can't talk about specifics in the portal, and there's you know social media buzz about what could be coming. Um, how... I don't know, how deep are you going in the portal? I mean, is there a number of players? Is there a position that you're looking at? What's that process been like for you since the end of the season? Well, it's constantly evolving and changing. Um, there, There's just new names on the portal every day. Wow. We do have a few needs that we're talking about, but all, all of that has to do with available money and what fits. You don't want to go to the portal too much because we do have some really outstanding young athletes that need this opportunity to break into the lineup. But there are some kids in the portal that have some good power numbers. We're losing significant power numbers, but we have significant power numbers returning. So, um, don't know exactly the direction, but we're just trying to be a little more, like, just be patient. We needed a pitcher. We found a pitcher. Um, and that is going to solidify us tremendously. And what we're now is just kind of being patient. Because if you jump on 
the first things you see in the portal, then you go, wait a minute, oh, man. <laughs> so we're just trying to be patient and just talk it through, do a lot of research, see what fits, what, what our needs are, crunch numbers, all of those things. Um, and then just one more thing on the team that I want to wrap with about one of your former players before we get out of here. Do you, as you start to prepare, do you look at things like, okay, I've got Brita who played left, but, man, she was really good in the infield as a freshman at Oregon. Maybe she can be at third. Do you start kind of maybe figuring out what that infield or even some of the outfielders might look like, or do you try to keep a, a blank slate until the fall gets here? Oh, my mind is already thinking <laughs> that way. Uh, <laughs> you you have to project, but you also have to have backup. So if you think something's going to happen and it doesn't, what are you going to do if it doesn't? What do you got if it doesn't? So um, there's obviously corners. There's opportunity for corners. It's going to be very difficult to for anyone to beat out our middle infield. Mm -hmm. um, but you certainly do want backup because um, one of the things that we I felt very good about is if we had injury, that we had um, viable backups where we don't lose anything. And that's really, really important going forward. So I do have um, some incoming freshmen, one particular Avery Hodge, who is an outstanding shortstop, and she could pretty much do anything in the infield for us. So we have that. That's kind of a really valuable piece for us. But um, you just project, but you got to have backup in case that doesn't work, and that's how we look at things. But we also um, want to continue to bring in the, some power. Power has been... Um, kind of a mainstay for this program the last five years or so or more. And um, it's, it's won us championships. So we're, with that, we're looking for some big hitters as well. And then finally, um, in 2016, it was my first year. It was also one of the most incredible freshman classes that we've ever seen. And Sid Romero was a major part of that. I'm watching last night. Sid's playing with her sister. She's hitting bombs. Uh, I'm watching as we have our screen on during the Women's College World Series. She's right next to you uh, at every step. They're mentioning her as, as a potential head coaching candidate. She graduated from uh, graduate school, got her master's. I don't know, um, I, after what, seven seasons, she's probably moving on to a career as an assistant coach. How special and how important has she been in this program, even beyond her playing days, Coach? Yeah, I and I have an absolute love for Sid Romero. I think one thing that I love most about her is just her loyalty. Mm. And she is so respectful of me and appreciative of our coaching staff and respects our program, stands up for our program. And um, I, I, she's just embraced everything that we do and it's made her into the woman that she is today. It's really helped her grow and be more confident and outspoken and so forth and uh, just so proud of the woman that she's become and I just think someone's going to be so lucky to have her work with. Athletes love working with Sid. Mm. Sid is really a good communicator and 
players really trust her, and she has great things to say. So I just think she's going to be a huge benefit to anybody who is ready to grab her, and I think a lot of people are going to be ready to do that. But right now, coaches and programs, there's a lot of coaching openings, and that kind of trickle-down effect will open up you know, quite a few things out there. So kind of waiting to see where Shannon Sale and Sid and even Foley, where they might land. By the way, are you fired up for Skip Johnson tomorrow? Yes, <laughs> let's go. I so <laughs> I am so happy for them. I just, you know, we've been getting a lot of attention and it's been great. But to see these guys, I was really into watching their super regional and they were so good and so, like, just gritty. Everything about it, I love. So I'm going to be glued to the TV uh, like everybody else and hoping that they would love to uh, have them w- let's both be uh, co-champions. Let's go. <laughs> would love it. Would <laughs> love it. That's, uh, I, and I love Skip, and I think he does such a great job. Quietly behind the scenes, that's what this team has been like and to see them just showcase right now and they're going in as underdogs in their minds I believe and that's a great approach and attack and it looks like it's going to be a really fun uh, college world series to watch you're the best coach I appreciate your time during what I know is crazy camp season but I hope you get a chance to enjoy it and relax a bit and we'll talk again soon now listen whenever you want to talk to me you don't have to get off fast because I enjoy talking to you. So well, I appreciate you just, that. You do it as long or as short as you want, <laughs> and I will be available whenever you need me. That makes my day. Thanks, Coach. Have an awesome uh, Thursday. Thanks, sir. See, See you, Chris. You. See you, Patty. Said Coach Patty Gasso. Let's call her and get her back on the show tomorrow. Let's test that loyalty, Josh. <laughs> you call me anytime you want. What if I call her tomorrow? Coach, what are you doing? Listen, I know I talked to you for 20 minutes on Thursday. You okay if we talk for 20 more today? You know what it sounded like she wanted to do? Sounded like she'd be a good resource to break down some college baseball, huh? No doubt. No doubt. Let's not test the uh, theory, though. Just, yeah, let's <laughs> wait a skosh. Oh, man. Good times. I, I say this. I love that woman so much. I mean, you guys have no idea. On the day-to-day, watching her work in season, seeing her grind, the things she fights through, what a what a person. Not even just saying what a coach, what a person. Uh, I kind of have the WWPD bracelets that I need to have. What would Patty do? And that's how I got to live my life, man. Would Patty let an illness slow her down from doing 800 radio shows? No, so I must do it. Joey's going to be so mad at us. Quick break. Joey Helmer next. OUinsider.com. It's a Plank Show right here on the Ref Sports Radio Network. All right, Plank Show rolls on. Are we good to go with Joey here? Thumbs up? Ready to roll? We're ready to roll. OUinsider.com. Big brother Joey Helmer joins us. Joey, sorry, uh, Coach Gasso could only do that time today. And, And in case you can't tell, we went a little long. So thanks for being flexible with me, man. Hey, no worries. I uh, I actually really enjoyed the interview, so uh, yeah, it was it was good stuff. It was uh, good to hear some more of her perspective and kind of the aftermath of winning another national championship. What's the aftermath been like? 
What's it like to – I mean, now we didn't get to talk about Alex Scirocco, but I know you've been all over it. Uh, you add that to the, the, the pitching staff. There's rumors of another potential portal addition on campus this weekend. I mean, this is, this is pretty big time what they're continuing to build. Well, and I think Patty kind of alluded to what they're looking for. You know, you lose Jocelyn Allo and uh, some of the other things in the, the lineup. Uh, they're, you look at what they're bringing back, and uh, there's still plenty of pop in that lineup. But, but adding a, a bat and some pop uh, w- would be really good. So um, I, I got to tell you, I, I was – pretty vocal here a couple weeks ago about Alex Starocko not being an All-American with 300-plus strikeouts and right. uh, what she was able to do at Michigan. And for Oklahoma to go out and get her is just absolutely enormous. I mean, it it puts you in the same spot pitching-wise that you were this year. So um, you look at how good Hope Krautwein was. and uh, Starocko really just kind of steps into that spot there and Jordy Ball's a year older, Nicole Mays now a junior. So, um, gosh, you, you just – the rich get richer or the rich stay rich, however you want to put it. Uh, Oklahoma continues to reload there. So, overall, um, Joey, you lived every minute of it, every press conference, every game you were there uh, at USA Softball Hall of Fame Stadium. We know how it ended up with the Sooners winning the Natty and we'll be able to debate if they're the greatest ever for a long time. But I really, I mean, for the first year with, I mean, no restrictions, there was, you know, all, all press conferences were back in person. Now, again, we had full capacity last year, but that wasn't determined until weeks before the World Series. I, I felt like just from an operational and from a fan involvement perspective, this was a pretty smooth uh, week with the addition of a few off days now. It was really smooth. I thought the new uh, schedule was fantastic. That off day was so needed. I mean, you look at a, a team coming all the way through the losers bracket, and UCLA almost did what Oklahoma did last year. And, um, that, that day, though, for a team like that, it, it just even a team that hasn't had to navigate that route to, to be able to get their pitching back in order, and um, because you want the, the the best two teams in the country are going at it, you want them to be at full capacity for that series and so um I, I think that that extra day there really does good and i, I was talking with someone of, uh, about this the other night i saw a tweet and i i hadn't even really thought about it until like friday or saturday after the dust had kind of settled a little bit but has there ever been a, a tournament the women's college world series where there hasn't been a single rain delay because I oh definitely since the time I've covered it, that, that hasn't been the case. It, it, I'm trying to think. I, I don't know if that's ever happened before. We didn't have a single rain delay. We had some rain in, at night, and it kind of cleared up. So it really was smooth in just about every possible area you could ask for. Gosh, I didn't even thought of that. We did not have a rain delay. Oof. And I think just about every game started on time. The Sooners' opener against Northwestern was pushed back. I think we ended up doing – I want to say we ended up doing like an hour pregame show, but, I mean, that's only you know 45 minutes that it got pushed back, so that's not too bad at all. That's a really good point. Hey, shifting from one diamond sport to the other, Joey, this run for OU baseball has been fantastic, and they've done it in a myriad of ways, but, boy, it comes back to that solid pitching staff. 
And it's really cool to see the Oklahoma, the state of Oklahoma influence on that staff too. So, yeah, no doubt. And I thought Patty brought up an excellent point when you guys were talking about this in the last segment. This team is just gritty. They, they just find a way to make it happen. Um, in Gainesville, they had that elimination game after uh, winning their first couple and then lost to Florida and found a way to, to come back and rally in that game and win. And then um, you're on the road in Super Regionals against the number four team in the country, and you got hammered the day before, and then you come back and uh, play a really smooth game and um, go on and advance to the, the College World Series for the first time since 2010. So it's it's good to see the, the homegrown, like you said, and it's good to see – just the true grit in this program. I think that's what's carried them to this point. They've had a number of times throughout this season where, um, you know, as good as this run has been, they've had their backs against the wall, and they have responded even during the regular season. There were times where, uh, you, you know, <laughs> you you didn't feel so great about things, and they, they came back and put a – a great game together, and boom, here they go on this run. So uh, this is I, – I can't say enough about the job that Skip Johnson and their staff has done this year to get this team to Omaha. And I absolutely like their chances. Uh, I mean, you look and um, why, why not believe that Oklahoma couldn't go ahead and extend this run a little bit uh, this weekend? What are the keys in your mind for Oklahoma to emerge as a national champion here in Omaha? I feel like I'm a broken record, but the, you know, the starting pitching has to hold up. I think one of the biggest keys for for Oklahoma, though, was uh, at, there was a point in the season where the bullpen just it was completely unreliable, and I looked back to um, the the bedlam game that they let slip away. I think they were up 7-3 to three going into like the eighth inning of that game. Uh, the Texas game where they were up 7-1 to one and caught that up. Those are a couple of examples of uh, when the bullpen had their issues. When that group is locking things down, Oklahoma can just mash and score runs. And so I, I there's not a ton of concern from that. It, it's you know, don't make the mistakes. A lot of times you see this the men's college world series here and even the women's college world series. Uh, look at what Texas's issues were. Texas made it to the national championship guys this year because they were the antithesis of the team that they had been the entire season. Uh, they were a team that committed a ton of errors throughout the regular season. And somehow mysteriously in the postseason that went away and, it came back, as we saw in the championship series. But uh, that, that's the thing for Oklahoma. You, you know, play clean. Um, the, the game is really simple. It's, you know, pitch, hit, and play clean. And if Oklahoma does that, then they're going to have a good chance against anyone. Mm. I like that. You sound like the coach in, was at Bull Durham. It's a simple game. You throw the ball, you catch the ball, you hit the ball. That's what they need this weekend. Hey, uh, Joey, we won't keep you long, but before we let you get out of here, I know you guys have been busy on the recruiting side over at OUinsider.com. Is, uh, boy, everything that seems to be put out there by uh, Coach Venables has been fantastic, including the addition of the blue chip Ditton Ryan running back Kaleeb Hicks yesterday. Uh, again, 
you know, I, I know the numbers haven't been where people really like to have him next, but when you see names like Hicks and you add it to names like Keon Brown and Cade McIntyre and obviously five-star Jackson Arnold, boy, this is a pretty solid class that's being put together. Yeah, and this was what I was talking about. I think a lot of people are wanting to see Domino, Domino, and seven of them roll over at once, but uh, you get a player like Hicks and uh, some of those other guys that you mentioned, these are uh, high-caliber additions to your roster, and uh, that's going to continue to be the case. I just there, there's so much positive. We, we've talked of, and I think I've used this term a number of times, the positive momentum. But it really is a thing, and it, it just it, it's so important. And uh, I I like that um, you're getting they're getting high caliber players. They're going to on both sides of the ball, mm-hmm. and Oklahoma. It, we've just been clamoring to see that defense not be a wet paper towel for so long. And so I'm sure as you know, you're bolstering that side of the ball and, and continuing to get elite offensive talent. So uh, no small thing. And um, I just, I, I love the energy that this uh, co- entire coaching staff right now is recruiting with. They just ooze energy in so many different ways. It's fun, man. All right, Joey, I appreciate your flexibility. Thank you so much. Always appreciate your time. Keep crushing it over at OUinsider.com, and we'll talk to you again soon, man. Hey, thanks, guys, as always. I appreciate you. At Joey Helmer 247 on Twitter as well. Thanks, Joey. Love talking to that guy. All right, um, it's 1136. We're a little bit off the clock. Uh, Our buddy Chris, roofing expert over at Cavens, is going to join us when we come back. Plus, Air Comfort Solutions texts of the day. And we owe you the Newcastle top five stories of the day as well. A lot to cram in in the final 20 minutes right here on the Home Sooner Fans. All right, the Newcastle Casino top five stories of the day are coming up next. But right now, typically our Thursdays are spent at Cavens Construction. A little mobile uh, issues today because your boy doesn't want to get everyone at Cavens sick. So we're joined right now by the man who knows a thing or two about roofing. Chris is in the house. Chris Smith from over at Cavens Construction. Chris, how are you on this Thursday? You good? I'm doing good. I'm just uh, getting ready to head to Bristow, Oklahoma. Ooh, a little trip up the turnpike. Bristow, Oklahoma, home of the great KC Loop. Now, um, first and foremost, let's talk about it. We've gone through some issues with, um, with, with rain. We've gone through some issues with some hailstorms. Chris, you can be the one-stop shop for all things roofing. Tell us how easy you make it. Uh, I mean, it's, it doesn't really get any easier. Just call Cavens, and uh, we'll be out there and do free inspection, let you know what's going on. Uh, we, if we find damage, we'll take pictures of it. We'll take video of it and actually come down and show you what you got going on up on your roof. You know, I, I'm glad that you, you mentioned Bristow because that shows how mobile you truly are. From Norman to OKC to Tulsa, now in the Dallas area, Chris, you you can reach out to just about anyone in the 405 or 918, right? Absolutely, absolutely. We're going down on Bristow. Uh, we've got a when they had those uh, big windstorms that blew a tree uh, in the back of someone's house, so we're going to get that out and get them fixed up. We're hanging out with Chris from Cavens on the roofing side of things. All right, we ask you this quite a bit, and I know you always give us great intel, but 
when should someone call you? In other words, what are some things they should be looking for they, where they realize, okay, I need to get my roof checked out? Uh, you know, there's, there's different things. If they see uh, yellowing coming through their ceilings or walls or getting wet, uh, if they have turbines, uh, they can look at those turbines. And if they're, if they're not turning correctly or you see something like they're wobbling, more than likely they've got hit by a hell storm or by a hell and it's put a dent in that so you can kind of tell if you look at you know if you have turbines look at your turbines and and if they're looking like they're they're you know not going straight or they you know you can kind of tell it's messed up and, and not real smooth you, you you know you probably want to have your your roof looked at that's one easy way to you know without getting up on the um up there on the roof if your car's got hit you know usually if you got dents in your your car you're going to have dents on your roof for the most part Ooh, i like that analogy that's a good way to look at it. and then finally before i let you get out of here um you do this this is your life so you understand how important this investment is and you take the worry chris because it's turnkey. Last time, whenever you and I talked in person, you had an insurance policy in front of you that you were working through. I mean, you literally make this as easy as possible for the client, don't you? Yes, we do. We do. We really do. I mean, we're all for the client. We're, we're here to help, and, and, uh, and we do a good job of it. All right, buddy. Chris, be safe traveling up to Bristow, Oklahoma, and we'll talk to you again soon. All right. Take care. Thanks a lot, Chris. See you, buddy. And shout out to Chris's mom and dad diehard listeners to Sooner Softball and the Plank Show. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, too, Bristow, Oklahoma, home of the great Jackie Livingston and Bud, who actually, I guess, is spending more time in Goldsby now than he does anywhere else. That's what's weird about me is I give shout-outs to people that deserve him, and you're like, I don't know who that is. Jackie is one of the most important pieces of Sooner Softball, so you better get to know her. Cavensconstruction.com. All right, Josh... How about this? We actually can take a break and have enough time to do a full Whoa. Newcastle top five stories of the day. Whoa, I love it. Though I'm about to screw it all up with a couple of Air Comfort Solutions text lines. First, uh, Burley Boomer. Oh, my God, what a treasure, Patty Gasso. From the 8-0, Romy used to do this all the time after an interview. Great interview, Jim. Love it. Great guy. I'm going to start doing that after every interview. Uh, from the 806, great interview with Patty. Love her. Love the coverage of softball that KREF promotes. And one more from Crimson47, who writes, thanks so much for that awesome interview with Coach Gasso. Made me think about the fall celebration with all the alums coming back. Wouldn't it be great to have a varsity alumni game then? Bet it would pack Marina Hines. Would that even be possible? I think they did one. I think we did one last year. I don't I think it was I think it was slow pitch. But I'd love to see one. I think it'd be great. Now, again, we might need to give some people a few months to get back in shape. But yeah, I'm all about it. Thanks to Patty Gasso for joining us on the Plank Show. All right, quick break. We're back with the top five stories of the day presented by Newcastle Casino next, right here on the Ref Sports Radio Network. All righty. Welcome into the Plank Show. Final segment for us. And we've dragged our backsides long enough, but we've had great interviews. So let's get after it. Top five stories of the day brought to you by Newcastle Casino. Big story number five. Let's see how well I do on this today. Number five. One for one. Josh, you and I were excited about it last night. You and I were all in last night. 
Down the middle, Confer holds, shoots, it's blocked. Nachushkin with it, Burakovsky, he scores! Andre with a giant goal! And you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here because this party is over! Colorado wins game one in overtime! I won't lie, I think I want to steal that. You got, you don't got to go home, but you can't stay here. Party's over. Isn't that the words to a song? Yes, it is. Okay. And that was an amazing play-by-play call. Oh, my God. Burakovsky, baby. Good night. It, uh, the way that game played out last night, oh. the importance of it for Colorado, I think, grew as it got into the later stages. To That's me. You're Sorry. good. Yeah, to jump in front two to nothing, mm-hmm. then to, you know, give one goal back, get a two goal lead again at three to one, and then all of a sudden, lightning quick. Oh my goodness, from Tampa Bay. They score a oh, pair of goals to even it up at three apiece, and then you go to overtime. I think given that the Lightning's a two time defending Stanley Cup champion, I think that would have been debilitating to Colorado to lose that opener. I don't think that's necessarily the case for Tampa Bay, but it it ratcheted up, I think, in importance for the Avs with it being on home ice and the way the game played out. So that was important that, uh, obviously, Burakovsky delivered them to the winner's circle. Number four. All right, big story number four in the Newcastle Casino, top five stories of the day. There is a new leader headed towards the clubhouse of the U.S. Open, and it is a familiar name. It's not Callum Terran. It's not late David Lingmurth. It is Rory McIlroy, who is at four under through 17. I, I've had it up. I haven't noticed anything he's done amazing, but he's just on fire right now, Josh. Has avoided the big mistakes and has gotten off to a nice start yep. in a major championship. That's something we haven't seen a lot of from Rory McIlroy since 2014 when he bookended that year with a couple of major championship wins. He's... Been searching for that fifth major for a long, long time, and maybe this is the week he gets it done. I I, I think it is. He I, entered as the betting favorite, and I think he's going to find a way to get it done. Number three. NBA Finals tonight, Game 6, Golden State, Boston. In Boston, who you got? Who you going with? Uh, I think we're getting a Game 7. I think I Tatum and Brown and company, I think they do enough tonight defensively, and I think Tatum, you know, another really good scoring night for him with that crowd, the desperation of the finals on the line, the fact they're 3-0 and in this postseason in elimination games. I like Boston to force the game, game seven. Me too. Uh, here was one Jason Tatum when asked about the resiliency of this team. Losing game six against the Heat was extremely tough. But, you know, in those moments, we just responded. I don't know exactly, you know, what it is, but, you know, I think just our will to want to win. You know, just trying to figure it out. Number two. You know, we have a great show called Locked In every day from 2 to 3 right here on The Ref, which is very much focused on the Cruton side of things. And I'm sure that Parker Thune is going to be all over this today. But Caleb Hicks is committed to the University of Oklahoma, the Denton Ryan running back. Uh, after his weekend visit, Hicks picked the Sooners 
from the final five that included Alabama, Miami, Arkansas, and TCU. This, Josh Helmer, is a huge get for the Sooners. Big time get. And, you know, I don't think that you and I discussed this, but they got a transfer portal running back, too. We didn't discuss it at all. In fact, it was like an under-the-radar thing, too, right? Former Dylan Gabriel teammate. Yeah, the the UCF running back that transferred to Oklahoma, Bentavious Thompson, played with both Dylan and Jeff Levy. Two productive seasons set out last year. He is transferring in and is a walk-on, right? The Central Florida kid. You sound like Tommy. You sound like Daddy in the afternoon. You know, the UCF kid, that guy, the Central Florida kid, which gets us to big story number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. Jimmy Crooks, as you might imagine, is pretty excited about this moment and this Sooner team getting to Omaha. You know, that's been our goal from day one. I mean, ever since we got here in the fall, we uh, our main goal was just go to Omaha and try to win the whole thing. And then... I mean, from all of our hard work in the fall with the the weights and then just practicing every day, um, you know, it's just paying off, and it's we can feel it right now, and it won't really hit us until we just step on that field for the first time. Yeah, it's going to be fun tomorrow, 1 o'clock, 12.30 pregame show. And on this program tomorrow, we'll have quite a bit of pregaming. Obviously, A&M met with the media today. Oklahoma will meet with the College World Series media as a whole. And I think we might do a little – full World Series preview. I think there's a lot of really good stories in this College World Series. I really do. I hate to give Gary from Goldsby what Gary from Goldsby wants, but I think that's, yes, what we're going to have to do tomorrow. Is that Gary from Goldsby, or is it I Bleed Crimson, or is it Kendall? Which one? That's what I need to <laughs> I, I don't know. That's this a man, great question. This man has more personalities than I do. Uh, by the way, great stuff on the Air Comfort Solutions text line today, guys. Uh, that never stops at 405-651-3439. Speaking of never stopping, the show never stops on Twitter at Josh on Ref. I'm at Plank Show. Thanks to Pierce, our intern. For Josh Helmer, I'm Chris Plank. Steelman and Connor coming up next, or is Thune back today? We'll all find out together in exactly five minutes from now. Have a great Thursday, everyone. This is the home of Sooner fans.